Hello everybody around the world and thank you for joining this episode of Wiki Update. My name is Jesse Asidu Akrofi, but the community calls me Jay Wallin. In today's episode of Wiki Update, we'll be having the Branch Magazine edition. Talking about the Branch Magazine, the Branch Magazine is an online magazine written by and for people who dream of a sustainable and just internet for all and it is open to everyone who wants to contribute and also read resources from the magazine which is based online however in today's episode i'll be speaking to an amazing personality he's in the person of maxwell begani maxwell is a climate activist researcher chief volunteer and also someone passionate about tech related activities in this episode we are going to discuss how we can reimagine how the open movement can widening access and creation of solutions to climate actions can you stay tuned in and listen max thank you for joining this episode of wiki update you are welcome thank you very much okay can you kindly give a brief introduction of yourself Okay, so um, Maxwell Bigam, it's my name, and then I'm a climate actor. Uh, I'm a tech enthusiast, civic engagement leader, and also um, I also classify myself as a um, knowledge manager. I'm interested in research and then um, development. So basically, uh, that is Maxwell, and I'm a chief volunteer. I've been volunteering for the Open Movement for quite a number of um yes uh, i'm also a trainer with the open foundation west africa well wow, that's that's pretty much amazing that's an awesome portfolio of yours now um we are doing this um, talk or discussion for this um wonderful magazine that's a branch maga- magazine okay. that basically focused on um, climate in the open tech space so i'd like to put this question to you so um, the question is reimagining how the open movement can widen participation in creating and assessing solutions to the cli- uh, to the climate changes or climate issues. What's your take on this okay, related so, um, to the open movement? Okay, so to the open movement, uh, first and foremost, uh, we need to look at what encompasses or what uh, comes together to form the open movement. So uh, basically, group of individuals that come together believe in the vision of open open access and um all that i mean if people come together with the same vision that we assume or it is assumed that they are part of an open movement now for the open movement to be involved in creating and assessing solutions to climate issues i believe that first and foremost there should be a knowledge decolonizing what I mean by knowledge decolonizing is that we need to get information out there and this information should be freely accessible and then open as well, um, which should be able, which when people can just be able to get access to this knowledge. So once we don't only have people that would read information, but we have also um, people within the movement or the open movement assist people to curate content so we don't only become consumers of content but then also um, curate content that would help people to stay informed on the climate issues okay 
All right. So um, that was just one part, and I think that um, the open movement can also promote learning. Now, what I mean by promoting learning is that um, you can't learn when you don't have information, and then you become well informed based on the information that you have. So as open movement, we can be putting information out there. Uh, we can also contextualize the, info, the kind of information that we put there relating it to um, climate issues. So open um, movement has uh, advocates that serves as actors uh, by curating content and then also putting information in there for each and everyone to go there, basically to get to know on climate-related issues, particularly the open movement, as I said early on, at um, can, can, can contextualize the whole conversation in that regard. So information can be put there in, um, if we have a lot of people, even within their local setting, they can help translate or move or add content to it based on the community that they fall in. So for me, I think the open movement has a role to play, fundamental uh, issues of climate and then information um, 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 it's very relevant in the 21st century and the open movement um, vision aligns with that as well. So um, this is what I think the open movement can do in widening its participation, particularly in creating and assessing the solutions to climate issues. Well, that's awesome. I, I um, To add to that, and I think I would want um, the audience to get a pretty much understanding concerning um, this issue that you are talking about. I think you and a team worked on um, a project that's called the Wiki Green Project, and you are part of the... Yeah, the Wiki Green Project. Yeah, can, yes. you, can, you, can you give us insights relating to what you've talked? Because I think you, you made good emphasis, but I think you need to also back it with some form of good examples or good projects that you've also engaged in. So something like the Wiki Green Project, how did that project, um, because it was a climate project, it was for okay. the open movement, and how did it make okay. impact in the open movement? Okay, so um, let me first talk about the Wiki Green Conference. So if you look at the Wiki Green Conference that uh, was organized, um, so uh, a group of guys or a group of gentlemen myself and two other um, gentlemen. We are already in the open movement uh, space, contributing on the various um, sister projects on Wikimedia, Creative Commons and all that. So we decided that because we are climate activists, we understand we run projects on um, um, climate issues, climate change. Why don't we match where people, because at the end of the day, we realize that Everything has to do with information. If people don't have access to information, it becomes a challenge for them to even understand the uh, information sharing on climate change. So these young guys who are tech enthusiasts came together and decided to run projects. And this project would be a nexus between um, climate change and technology, where we can use technology, technology and then its tools to, to, to communicate um, climate uh, information and also to leverage on these available tools to um, solve the whole issues on um, um, climate change. So as part of the con uh, conversation, our audience were particularly people or advocates that were already within the climate space. So we, we were preaching or we were throwing these advocates into an arena 
of the open so that they understand that though they are climate activists, but they can also leverage on um, and the various technological tools by being a part of the open movement so that we can decolonize the internet with climate information that can be freely accessible to all. So that was the whole idea of bringing climate activists together in two different regions to train them on how to use, let me be specific, uh, Wikipedia, Wikidata, and then um, uh, Wikimedia Commons, yes, to actually tell the climate stories. And also, um, we also engage those who do publications uh, on their write-ups on open licensing as well. And because I'm the, I'm part of the Creative um, um, Commons Ghana chapter, so it was also another opportunity to introduce them to. So virtually all those that came had something to learn. Okay. Photographers were there, content creators were there, okay. and also this was a way to integrate them into the open movement. Yes. Okay. So um, before before we move on to the next question, I'm still around the Wiki Green um, Con that you organize with your team. There was, there, there, was, there was a team for the event, and I want to know, I think the team was very powerful for that event. Why greening the tech space? Because it seems that that team okay. alone was very powerful in relating to what you have been talking now. Because now I think there's a whole lot around climate tech. Because last time we, I, you were talking to somebody and I, I heard you talking about climate tech, the need for tech. And um, also during the con, you also made mention, like the team also came about greening the tech space. Why all this? Okay, so greening the tech space for me is one thing that um, I am I've begin, I am beginning to champion over here in Ghana and then also in every community that I go. First and foremost, um, I realize the dichotomy where people or most people think tech has nothing to do with climate change. Internet has nothing to do with climate change. But then um, the next revolution talks about the advent of technology that is changing and virtually has changed everything. So why don't we leverage on this tech space? Why don't we leverage within this tech space to communicate tech and climate change and how we can use them to solve the issues? So that is the concept behind bringing the tech space. Okay. Now, this is also to help um, people in the tech space to be conscious of climate change and its issues so then that they are creating um, tech um, technologies they should have it against the backdrop of climate change so whatever that i am producing whatever innovations that we are coming coming out with is it going to solve um, a problem is it going to contribute to climate change or how 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 does the conversation goes so this is just the idea to give all climate uh, all tech enthusiasts or tech related um um, um, um conversations with uh, climate change. So let me just give you an example. There are now companies that are springing up. So these companies should, or tech companies springing up, they should understand how they can also contribute in fighting um, climate change. There are companies now that are coming up, and again, this backdrop, they are, uh, some of their machines are emitting carbon, and now they are looking at ways to offset the carbon that they produce. So this is how greening the tech space work. All technology companies should 
run or run a business model or have a business model that integrates um, the concept of green. Okay. Wow, that's that's awesome. So um, with this question, can I get some data? It could be in the global perspective or the local perspective relating to um, climate activities generally. So probably you could talk of maybe afforestation, rainfall, like I want to know how uh, these climate, climate activities um, in the space using tech are being, uh, is affecting us. It could be local or it could be global. So, uh, first, uh, with, a uh, with the local um, um, data or the local representation, uh, we realize that a lot of, um, I, I don't have any empirical studies to back this, but then I can say on authority that most of the local um, tech companies or most, most of the um, engineering that goes on within the tech space lack this climate change or there's no climate change because per the conversations that we've had with a lot of um, people or a lot of uh, um, uh, communities with um, the understanding of climate. And then globally, you realize that, um, that the whole idea of climate tech, it's now emerging. And so now companies or tech uh, companies are trying, are doing their best to make sure they don't contribute to um, carbon and or greenhouse emissions. So let me just give you an example. So if you look at um, the thematic areas under uh, climate change, uh, there are biodiversity, the forestry, renewable energy. It's a whole broad area that um, if you want to go into um, data, it's going to be quite exhaustive. Okay. But again, um with with the data i think that it will be expedient for us to effect in energy we realize that uh now all most of the tech companies that are springing up in the 21st century are all in, in going forward are integrating renewable energies instead of relying on um dirty of fossil fuels that emit uh carbon uh carbon dioxide and other uh, greenhouse um, gases. So I think for that, I would, I would, I would say that um, I don't have empirical data, but then um, it's quite um, um, worrisome that a lot of uh, these tech companies or tech uh, um, innovations do not have uh, climate change as a backdrop. And that, that is why I kept, I said early on that the onus is on us to um, create or build that nexus or create that synergy between climate change and then um, technology. Okay. okay, so do you think having an open community is the best way to go in relation to climate activities in order to solve um, the issues that are arising? Yes, because if you look at the open movement, there are a lot under the open movement. There is the open science, there is the open technology, there is the open data. These are diverse areas that um, the open movement projects. So I think that every element within the open movement has a, a, a contributing factor to solving the climate issues. And I think that the future is open and then the future of every uh, um, developing nation, it's open. If information is openly accessible, 
then it serves as a blueprint for others to build on. And we, if we have a lot of uh, people who believe in the vision of open, I believe strongly that the, that we can decolonize the internet with climate change related issues. For people to understand biodiversity loss, for people to understand how forestry is very important and expedient, for, how, for people to understand how we can just transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy. These are conversations that the open movement can only make accessible for others to also um, learn from or take it as a blueprint. Okay, okay, that's that's awesome. Um, so I'd like to um, find out, you know, just recently we celebrated the World Environmental Day and we had a lot of um, green communities and also um, tech climate communities engaging in the World Environmental Day. I'd like to see what's your take on World Environmental Day. And during that moment, did you engage in any activity? Oh, yes. Um, the World Environment Day, as we know, is annually celebrated on the 5th of June and um, is the United Nations principal vehicle for also encouraging the awareness and the protection of our environment so um this year for example it was um part of our community to engage um young people to be specific on um the need to protect our environment and that was done on um, the available channels that we had we um i personally led a twitter storm to share fun okay. facts um about how we can protect and then um, uh, contribute to uh, solving the whole issues of climate change. So basically, that is what I did. But I know people within our communities were planting trees, which is very good to um, help contribute in to reduce the carbon emissions as well. There were seminars that um, other communities that I belong to to train them on carbon offset and diverse topics on the climate change. So that is basically what I did. And then also I iterated on the fact that green um, uh, tech is the future, greening the tech space is the future. And that's the thematic or the theme that uh, I tried my, I did my best to push during the World Environment Day that we can leverage on technologies. We can decolonize the internet. We can tell the story about green leveraging on the available technologies. So that is that was my message during the World um, Environment Day. Okay. So um, aside that, I don't know whether we should term June as the Green Month or the month for World Environmental Day because the government of Ghana or locally, um, our government is trying to also initiate a project. I don't know whether the project had already existed before or not, but I know that it's something that is, is, it has been going on, that there's going to be a tree planting exercise. So as we are in, as we are in June, uh, Max, what, what, what's your take on this 
tree planting exercise? Okay, so I think the, the, the tree planting exercise is very important because if you look at the rate at which um, our forests uh, are being depleted at an alarming rate, it is very important that we start now. Uh, the conversation that is going okay. on within the climate space is that we can't wait. We have to start now. We have to cultivate the habit of greening the physical space just as the ideal idea is to green. So very important to also understand that we need to green um, the space around. So um, planting trees, it's very important in reducing uh, carbon emissions. And for me, I think it's very important because uh, Ghana uh, last year planted, I think, if, if my statistics is right, uh, I think 5 million trees. And this year, we are planting, because it was a success, according to statistics that are available, 90% of the, the, the trees that were planted last year are in good um, condition. So that um, served as a, 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 a building block for this year. Uh, the government wants to plant 20 million trees. So it looks like it's been a success. And then uh, the, the contributions and the active participation of the individuals and citizenry uh, must be commended because it looks like a lot of people now understand the importance of planting trees. So yes, um, this year, I think it's, yeah, in, I'm very sure um, 10th of June, 20 million trees are going to be planted nationwide. Yeah, so um, I, I want us to draw some different differences. You know, there is a um, there is a scene that you know um, because people are now um, getting the understanding of planting of trees in order to ensure that we green the space and also to ensure that um, we protect ourselves from biodiversity and other stuff. You know. Um, there's a saying that if the government is able to support um, the ordinary citizen, that if you, you plant a tree, um, at least you'll be given like $2. Do you think, do you think that's laudable so that that would also, um, it would create some form of income? So maybe if you plant about like five trees or so, you get this amount of more like $2 or so. So as in when you do that, we know that we are still greening the space. So it becomes some form of um, living for um, people who are not kind of working or something of that. So I don't know. You are you are a green person and you are a green tech person. So I think if you could share that knowledge for the audience to know much more about it. Okay. So um, that will talk, that, that conversation will lead to the economic bit of um, planting trees. So okay. there are uh, cultural um, elements in reforestation. There are uh, there is also the economic bit, and then there is also um, okay cultural bit, economic bit, and then um, safeguarding or protection or contributing to climate uh, change or reduction or reducing the climate um, uh, greenhouse gases. So these are three aspects. So in planting the trees, the idea of planting the trees is to offset the uh, carbon emissions or to reduce the carbon emissions that uh, eventually causes um, global warming and also its um, ripple effect. So planting the tree helps or in, in, in addressing the issues of climate change. However, there is also an economic bit. The economic bit about forestry is that when 
you are able to plant trees. It is a long-term project, but also uh, there is um, an aspect called the green economy or green jobs. Okay, so now some okay. tech okay. companies, for example, because of the nature of their business, producing carbon dioxide, they contribute in getting people or uh, seedlings to be planted so that when these trees grow, they can offset or they can um, absorb the carbon that they are emitting. And there is also a, a concept that is going on, which is a carbon financing or carbon credit, which is at the highest level. But then at the lowest level, too, there are jobs that can be created because there are uh, people now buying lands and then turning these lands into forestry for long term. So they employ people to plant the trees. They employ people to um, um, man or uh, look at the future of the trees as well. So this creates jobs, and these jobs are uh, green jobs. They are called green jobs. Okay, but aside the green jobs, I was like looking at each and everybody in their home planting trees and like being captured in a database that yes, this um, I'm, I have a tree in my house, so at least every every month or so I'll be entitled to this sum of money. Could that be possible aside the green yeah, jobs? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that can be possible because that would depend on um, there is a science bit of it that depends on the amount okay. of carbon that it, it can um, absorb. So just as I said, some tech companies are looking at how uh, the, the trees can absorb the carbon. So for example, if I'm a tech company and then I'm, I'm producing, let's say, 50 metric tons of carbon dioxide, and then you have a tree in your house that is taking, let's say, um, being able to absorb 0.01 metric tons of carbon dioxide, that is negligible to what they are looking for. So planting one tree may not be economic, economically sustainable. However, understanding the protection bit of it is more sustainable, or, or it's more of protecting the environment. But then if you are looking at the green jobs or the um, economic bit, it is more of on a larger scale and then looking at the economic sustainability of the forestry or planting of trees. So planting trees in silos may not generate income, but then on a large on a larger scale can um, create income for households. Okay, that's that's awesome. So I'd like to find out where does the open community go from here? All right, so as an open community, where do we go from so, here? In relating to climate tech, meaning the um, environment, where do we go from here? So I I always say that the future is open. And then the future is open because if we have a movement that believes in um, information curation and then getting the available information, they're making sure that it is very inclusive. We include people in all kinds of ways. So we include the marginalized, we include um, local languages, we, look, we include um, pictures. It, it's so inclusive that it, it involves everybody within the open space. So that when people come within the open space, they can create a niche for themselves. So for example, if you come to Ghana, there are people that speak the Ghana Pidgin language. So with the Ghana Pidgin language, the best that the open movement can do is to translate all existing articles and create articles about climate over there. 
that will serve as a reference point for people in that community, in a local language, people who speak tree, people who speak all these languages that we have can have also be included. So that's the inclusive bit. The other way is okay. for advocacy purposes. So if you look at bringing the text space, this is the message that we are sending out there. This is the message that the open movement is, is championing. The open movement is saying that, look, there are tech companies that make sure that there is a model of your business that helps contribute climate change. Open movement would now serve as, as an information hub that tells tech companies on how they can leverage on tech tools, how their businesses can also look at contributing to um, solving the climate change. There's a company, let me just give you an example. There's a company, um, a taxi company, uh, very common, and what they do is in Kenya last year they planted so many trees because their company burns a lot of fossil fuels that um, emit carbon dioxide that contributes to um, climate change. And in that case, they have planted more trees so that these trees will serve as a buffer and then absorb um, 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 carbon dioxide. So if you look at it, it is a tech company because. It is running on technology to uh, do its business, but then it has an understanding on how they can contribute to climate change. So that is when open, open comes in. We create, a, we create content, we make sure the information is available out there, then we advocate for the nexus between climate and green. So the onus is on open movements to advocate and champion the, the, the vision of making information readily and freely accessible to all, including every party. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's, that's awesome. And that's a, um, a good presentation. So I'd like to ask your final words concerning um, this, because um, at the end of the day, um, our listeners want some form of good advice from you. Okay, so uh, my advice is that, one, um, there should be green conferences all over the tech space where there are tech communities. There should be advocates around um, climate change, where climate change will be communicated within the, um, the, the green uh, or tech conferences. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Also, you should look at bridging, uh, bringing advocates together to help solve the knowledge gap on climate change. Um, we should okay. contextualize information for communities as well. And also, um, lastly, I think we need everybody in the fight of climate change because it is happening. Climate change is so real. Whatever we do, wherever we are, we should help solve the issues of climate change, and it should be now, climate action now. Wow, that's amazing. Climate action now. So, Max, I'd like to say this was an awesome um, presentation from you. And it, um, I'd like to say thanks for coming on this episode of Wiki Update. That's a branch uh, magazine episode. And we'll be, probably I'll be looking forward to speak to you in future episodes. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you very much.
Wow, this has been an amazing conversation or talk with Maxwell related to open climate and its solutions. I believe you guys around the world have been able to pick up a thing or two concerning our discussion and you've been inspired enough to go out there to make a change. I'd like to say thank you guys for listening to this episode of Wiki Update, the Branch Magazine edition. Like I say once again, thank you, take care and bye bye.